You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to Zoomer Radio and a special broadcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Today, a celebration of Dave Redinger, stories from his friends, and thoughts from listeners near and far. Dave had fans in every corner of life, not just the Corner Garage. Sit back and share in the gift of memories that Dave left for each of us. Good morning and welcome to a special edition of uh, Dave's Corner Garage with uh, the infamous Alan Gelman, who is, how many years were you partners with uh, the Wild One? Well, we worked together here for, uh, I guess, from River Street and before, but at least 10 years. Yeah. And uh, I've known Dave for at least 20 from uh, when we originally met at uh, another radio station a long, long time ago. And Dave said, I really like this, you know. I think I could do this and maybe even <laughs> make some money at it. It's fun. Uh, so we, uh, so he went off on his own, actually. Yeah. Um, he left me standing on the curb, and, and he went on his own and, uh, and did quite well with it. And, uh, of course, I was on a different station as well uh, for 10 years. And then when I got sort of shown the door, Dave said, Al, what are you doing? Why don't you come and work with me here on 740? Because, was he, uh, he going to buy you breakfast at that point? He Well, no, I think we had to, <laughs> we had to flip for it. You oh, know, we went true. for breakfast, that's and then Dave. it was like, let's yeah. see who wins. Um, and so, and we've had this, and, and it was just so easy because, you know, Dave and I, I'd, I'd spoke to, uh, you know, I talked to Sam and Jane uh, the other day on the radio. Yeah, heard it. And, and heard you know, they said, well, Al, you know, it seemed to just flow. like, And I said, well, it was so easy because... Dave and I were both mechanics. We both had, uh, I think, a tremendous sense of humor, and um, very little. And <laughs> that's that's a Davidism. And 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 when when people would call in, I mean, for the most part, things are pretty much regular. It's always the same kind of thing. It's like I got a vibration, uh, or it won't start, or something. Like that. Yeah. And, and so much of that it was run of the mill for any experienced sure mechanic. Was, yeah. And uh, you know, he would say, "Do you want to take or do I want to take it?" And we could pretty much finish each other's sentences. You know, it was uh, almost as good as. Being with your wife, except she gets the last one. Um, it's almost like I always buy though. <laughs> it's always got in my pocket. Yeah, you know when we had the uh, we went to see the family this weekend. Everybody was was really up. We want this to be. It truly is a, a celebration of life with uh, with Dave. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking to his uh, his daughter uh, Jennifer Jenny, and I said, you know what we could do to honor your dad is we should come in here officially with his favorite wardrobe, which is a pair of. Walmart khaki pants. Yes, so uh, yes, should, he loved the George fit? line. Do yours fit? <laughs> he liked the George line. He liked the George <laughs> line. They and were I thought, I thought, what's what's George? And he said, Oh, that's Walmart's house brand of <laughs> men's fashion clothing. And I went, Whoa! Yeah. I never knew that. He uh, apparently he, he'd walk around for hours at the Walmart store. Jenny oh said, Yeah, and Barb would be outside going, Okay, just let him let him go. <laughs> so we want to make this. Uh, as you can tell, we uh, we respect the loss of Dave, and he was. Uh, for the thousands of people who have been writing in on uh, Facebook and on our website, I mean, we, uh, Dave and I, I mean, Alan and I, and uh, I have to get used to that, Alan and I have, um, and the family especially, cannot say enough about how overwhelming it's been to see <clears throat> uh, like over 20,000 people this week just oh, exactly. online. On social media. The- so we thought we would uh, get the show going with uh, the way the show used to start off with. This is a track from... One of Dave's... Uh, early on? Yeah, early on yep. with his... I think one of his favorite grandchildren. This is Maya, 
as she used to do the intro to the show. A mechanic that can fix your car, no matter if it's near or far. He'll change your oil and switch your flat, and he'll do it just like that. <laughs> and uh, it it really is. This is this. It puts us. If that doesn't put a smile on your face, nothing will. And that's what this is all about. So, the the hour is is going to be open for uh, telephone calls. If you've got memories that you'd like to share with uh, with uh, Alan and I and everybody else, uh, so it's one eight six six seven forty four seven forty or four. These are in big font, so I can see it. Four one six three six zero. Four seven forty. We welcome your calls. We're going to have a number of people on uh, throughout the hour, uh, guests that you've come to know over the last several years, with special stories about their relationship with uh, the big guy with the biggest heart I've ever known in my entire life. And the first one up on deck is a very laid-back, quiet, one and only <laughs> Norris McDonald from Wheels.ca. Thanks for joining us today, Loris. How are you? I'm fine, fellas. Uh, I wish it was... Uh a nicer occasion. I wish we were here to talk about, uh, you know, Olympic hockey or the upcoming Daytona 500, but... Uh, you still will. Uh, so be it. Yep. I am appalled, however, uh, and when I say appalled, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm throwing back. Did you say 20,000 messages on Facebook? Yeah. Since, yes, since Wednesday. Unbelievable. That is absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah. And it and it just shows what people in in Radio Land and his friends and people who knew of him thought of him. Uh, and of course, I love the guy. I mean, it was probably ten to fifteen years ago. I'm like Alan; I can't remember just exactly when. But I'm at the Star, and I'm I'm the editor of Wheels at the time. And the receptionist said, there's a gentleman here to see you. <laughs> and I said, oh. So I went over to the reception area. And here was this kind of roly-poly <laughs> uh, guy who's, who's going in a f- 50 million directions. Come on, i got to buy you lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> and so, you know, I'll never turn. I'm like anybody, anybody in the newspaper knows you never turn down a free lunch. There you go. <laughs> so we we went down to the Star Cafeteria that existed at the time, and uh, I can still remember what he had. He was chomping away on a on an egg salad sandwich with a bowl of mushroom soup, and I was sitting there with a coffee. And he says, "You're you, I've I've heard you got the gift of the gab. You got to come on the show every now <laughs> every now and again." And and you know before before you know it, I am saying sure. Uh, when do you when do you want me? <laughs> and he call you up and say we got a hole to fill on Saturday. Can you? Well, there was always those. Yeah. You know, and and of course it was delightful. Um, back in the day when before COVID, when we would all gather in the studio uh, down at Zoomer. Yeah. And uh, I actually could see. Alan, and uh, I could see you, Steve, and, and of course the engineer, and the gold bust of Elvis oh, right. looking yeah. out the window yeah. at people wandering past on 
whatever the name of the street was there in, in Liberty Village. The River or Street, I think me, it was. Or, or he or you would call me at home right. and say, somebody just flamed out. Uh, <laughs> can you go on and talk about whatever you want for 10 minutes? Well, Norris, as I said earlier, you know, because Dave and I were both mechanics, uh, it right. just it would just flow. And in the same way, you know, because Dave racing too, eh? And, you know, like yourself. Well, I, I mean, that was that was really what drew us together event, uh, initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the fact of the matter is that wheels in the old days, we did a lot of general automotive stuff. And so it was kind of nice that, uh, we had racing and we had uh, road trips and all sorts of things uh, to talk about. And it was always fun going on when Dave would take a, a week. I'll never forget this one, Alan. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a bit of a jab here. Uh, you <laughs> called me up and said, you got to come on. Um, there's a couple of Canadians going to race in the Daytona 500. And uh, DJ Cannington is one of them. And... and we're going to interview him, but I want you to carry the interview. And I said, sure. So I come down there, and you started the interview, and I never got a word in it. <laughs> oh, you, how come you didn't tell me that in there? And, and we're so close, you could have just kicked me under the table, you know? <laughs> oh, my God, how things have changed. <laughs> now it's the reverse. I we, thought we, it was funny. But listen, you know, yeah. I know that there's other people waiting to get out. i got to tell you something other that was, that was a little private. Mm-hmm. Um about before before Dave started to to get ill, yeah, and and before the COVID, um, about once a month, every five weeks, uh, he'd phone me up and say, "La Castile." That's all he'd say, and I'd say, "What time <laughs> and what day?" Yeah. He'd say Tuesday at one p.m. And that was all it was said. And there's a, a wonderful steakhouse mm-hmm. on uh, Dundas, just, just west of the 427. And uh, Dave would be there, and his brother Bob would be there. That's right. And another one of his automotive friends would be there. And uh, we would exchange uh, all sorts of gossip and uh, what we had learned here, there, and everywhere. And we all got ideas for things like wheels and the auto show, which we were all involved in. Mm-hmm. I can remember those, uh, if you'll recall, you guys would do um, a remote, as you like to call them. And, uh, and, and that was always a great, great time on a Saturday morning when Beautiful. a whole bunch of the sponsors were there and Dave was being Dave as only Dave <laughs> could be. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I'm going to miss them madly. I know you guys do, mm-hmm. as uh, and and our twenty thousand visitor uh, listeners. Yeah, and I'm telling you, I'm still knocked over by that number. Listen, buddy, we thank you for for taking the time, uh, and we will uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we'll hook up uh, down the road, as he would down say. Down the road, okay. And Alan and Steve, I want you to know that it's been a pleasure working with you fellas, uh, and who knows where any of us are going. But uh, particularly you, Alan, uh, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that very much. And, and next time we meet up, uh, we'll make sure Al pays her breakfast. I'm going to say in Le Castile, I can smell the steak, <laughs> but I never ate one. Listen, we want to open up the lines once again, one uh, 866 740 and 416 uh, 360 
4740. You want to take a call from somebody? Yeah, we've got a fellow named Tony online. I really don't know much about it, but apparently he's got a, a good a good story to share. Tony? Yes. Uh, bongiorno, boys. That's how bongiorno. you started. And, and uh, Dave would know it was me. <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, we don't have much time, Tony, but jump in and give us about a... Oh, quickly, yeah. We, uh, it was 2006. I just lost my mother. And... Uh, Talking to Dave, he says, Why don't you come on the show? This one is on the other station. I went down with, with the product uh, people we had there back then, and uh, we uh, were talking about old antique cars. And I said to him, My car is so antique and so old and original, even the oil is original. And <laughs> we were having breakfast at the bad time because he ended up spitting his food out at me. <laughs> he was laughing so hard. He goes, Even the oil is original in my car. And I had a, it was a 1972 uh, a Mustang I had. But, um, uh, Superman, I'm going to miss him. You know, when I saw it yesterday, I was, the day before that, I was just, uh, really hurt. But, uh, um, are you guys going to keep a show going? Or Absolutely, yeah. That Listen, is the plan. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, thanks a lot, Tony. You take care, and uh, down Bye-bye. the road we will uh, will certainly welcome your call once again. All right. Uh, it's a uh, it's a full hour of uh, memories and some laughter, and uh, we want to keep it up like that because uh, Dave would smack us if we didn't do anything. Else. Exactly. Going, what are you guys it. doing? It was about having fun, yeah. of course. And we've got Carrie Schmidt on the line. Carrie, how are you? Oh wow! Thank you for having me. It's just an absolute honor here to be part of this conversation. So you guys have, I mean, how long did you know Dave? Do you know what? I knew him even before I was doing anything media-wise. Uh, back in the day, Dave Woodford, my predecessor, mm-hmm. he was on with, uh, with you folks uh, six, seven, eight, nine years ago. And I started listening to you guys when, uh, when Dave was on it. Dave Woodford, I'm sorry. And uh, it was just like, it was, it was awesome. And uh, when I had the opportunity to join you either in studio or online early in uh, my career here doing media. Man, Dave is just a larger-than-life personality. He was so much fun. He had just the, the, the best outlook on life. And you know what? I knew he, had, uh, he, was, t- he was battling uh, medical issues and so on, but I had no idea uh, how bad it was because he always had the biggest, brightest smile, the nicest uh, perspective on everything around him and uh, you know he just loved life to the fullest carrie i'm sort of reading into this that maybe he inspired you to take up the media post at the opp do you know what absolutely you know he is just so much fun to be around we had you know so many good conversations and alan is you as well you know we get in there we have a plan and and he was was you know always passionate about cars and and trucks and repairs and and man we had so many good chats and and the times that we could hang out together, and I, I, I so miss our uh, our adventures that we missed the last couple of years down at the auto show. And, you know, I got to stuff you guys in the back of a police car. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. correct. That's right. Yeah, and, and I think there might have been a couple of handcuffs involved as well. And uh, just being able to, you know, have that uh, that connection. You know, you know Dave loved family. And you know, he, as a cottager myself, and his, his pride in his pride, property uh, that he was working on with the river and the island, little bridge that goes across. And man, you know, he was just so excited for everything, you know, family related and and taking the time for all his adventures, going down to Florida, uh, getting stuck, getting (laughs) flooded out. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he was his car was was in well, was it getting pushed by a truck? Well, they were they were heading down to uh, Florida and uh, they were in they were going through West Virginia. And there was this huge rainstorm that came through, and the river that they were driving 
adjacent to, <laughs> decided started to, to engulf we'll their give, car. We'll give you a bit of a ride. <laughs> so they lift, it literally lifted the car up. They rolled down the river, and Barb's sitting next to him going, could you do something? <laughs> so he pulls the wheel to the left, ends up on the embankment, and yeah. there was this family that were in a, basically living in a shed, and they came to their rescue. And Dave, as you said, we all know, has a, had a huge heart, as, yeah. the, as does Barb. And um, they went to their house. They had no furniture in the house. The uh, fridge was empty. So they stayed over with this family. And the next day, they went out shopping with them. And they bought them full furniture for the house and stocked their fridge. That was the kind of guy, you know, Dave is yeah. and was. He just, he gave from the heart. What, Man. what, what do you think... Uh, What's the one, I know it's put you on the spot a bit here, but what's the one memory that you have of him that will resonate the most? It's just seeing him. When yeah. you see him come, he would meet me at, at the Zoomer complex. He'd meet me down at the convention center. You know, we connect, and, and I just see his, his face. And I was, I was always a bit taller than him, and we'd always have <laughs> a couple of short jokes or, or tall jokes or whatever. And, you know, but you could not get that smile off his face. And I look at all the photos of him. You know, you will not get a serious look from that guy. Uh, any way you can, because he's got that permanent smile attached to him. He is so approachable. It just he his, he makes you feel so included and part of his life. And and I just I felt inspired by that. You know, being able to go down to the studio and uh, and and hang around the table. And he invited my family. I brought my kids to into the studio with you. And and, and here my son Caden. You know, we, we got him. Putting the, pulling the controls, doing the phase, yeah. changing the channels. You know, it's just like, this is this is how it is, how you inspire the next generation. And, uh, you know, David, I love the guy. So, yeah, yeah. it's, uh, it's yeah. really hard to, to think about that. It, it, really, it, it really wasn't only until the last while where we, we realized ourselves that uh, that he was losing the battle. Although, like as you say, you know, he always had this big, shiny, big smile on his face. And, uh, yeah. you know, before one of these last shows, he had said to me, he said, Please pay close attention because the chemo is starting to affect me, and 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 he was so concerned that he'd mess up, and 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 either people could tell that he wasn't having a good time, or 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 he'd just screw something up. But I uh, no, I, said, he he, I remember, yeah. and, and he did, he did have a a, a brain fart at one point, yeah. and I said, Dave, makes no difference. No, we know? would we would occasionally <laughs> throw. Uh, you know, he, uh, an empty bottle of Gatorade at his head, and he said, "Okay, so that's what you mean to say." But uh, that was great, and and you know, just so you know, Carrie, and to your family, um, you know, Dave and Alan and myself included, really relied on you for all the things that have been going on in the world, especially locally. You know, going to long yeah. weekends and safety, and here's what's going on OP protocol. Without you, it was you know he he leaned on you for that, and he. He cherished not only the friendships that you guys had, but in a business relationship, the amount of important content that you provided for the show and will going forward. Yeah. Because we've Thank had a lot you. of people on, on Facebook saying, is this it? No. The family no. wanted to kind you, and we, and we wanted to continue. You know, and Kerry reminds me of Dave, too, because he's just so approachable and always has yeah. that big smile on his face. And he's yeah. a Winnipegger boy. Oh, was yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Prairie kid. That's Are right. you able to put, when you pull someone over on the side of the road because they're messing up, 
Are you able to get that smile off your face? <laughs> oh, uh, I, I got the cop look too, you know. But, uh, you know, if I'm around you guys, I, I can't make it up. But you know, you're right. You know, you know, Dave was interested in what we were doing in law enforcement and policing yeah. and traffic, and, and of course, he wants to hear about all the crazies that we're stopping. The guy going 200 kilometers, you know, with the uh, you know summer tires on the ice in the ditch, upside down, roll like you know, he could make make fun of them, but then turn that into a, a safety message, a traffic awareness issue. And I hope people listening, you know, around the world, really through all your platforms, is just, uh, you know, people, I hope they're listening. I hope they're, they're understanding that he was doing this for the right reasons and, and, and making sure that uh, you understood the consequences for having a, a vehicle that's in bad shape, unsafe, reliable. Or if you're the guy, if you're the nut behind the wheel that's doing something that you maybe shouldn't be by pushing down that gas pedal and uh, doing something stupid on the highways. Carrie, thanks for joining us. We do appreciate it. And like Dave would always say, if you want to meet Carrie, go flying by on the 400 series of highway. It's a good chance Mr. Schmidt is going to come and get you. Uh, <laughs> Gary, well, take care of yourself. I uh, love you guys. All right, we'll you talk too. talk to you soon. All right, bye-bye. All right, uh, once again, the phone numbers are open if you want to give us a call. Or you just want to sit back with a cup of coffee and maybe a Bailey's in there. Wouldn't be bad. And uh, and share a memory that uh, that you had with uh, with Dave. 1-866-740-4740 or 416-360-4740. I believe we have the Prince, as Dave would call him. The Prince. Trevor Hutchison. From Crown, over the to you. Crown Al. Prince, how are you, Trevor? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Thank you so much for having me on. Gentlemen, is this the same Trevor? <laughs> Trevor well, always treated Dave with the utmost respect, almost like a father figure. I think, hey, Trevor. Uh, you know what, Alan? That is that is a, a perfect expression. The way I felt about Dave, uh, ab- absolutely. You know, it, it's it's funny listening to. Um, some of your comments about him. I I met David back in the late '90s, and you know most of your listeners know Dave as a as a personality. And anybody that's met Dave or even heard him <laughs> knew he had a big personality. But he was a real person, and I think that's kind of what really uh, touched me this week. Like when I met David, I walked into his automotive garage in Etobicoke. And he had a, a, a lady had come in with her vehicle and she'd been at another garage and maybe was was taken a little bit advantage of. Mm-hmm. And so I had just met Dave and Dave's trying to arrange uh, his shop to be able to look after the work for her, which uh, to nobody's surprise, uh, he did it no charge to to fix a poor repair that was or wasn't done. Oh, wow. But he just meets me, and, you know, it's going to take a little time to do this. And he says, hey, um, can you drive this woman, (laughs) you know, back to her place? I'm like, okay, sure. (laughs) And so sure enough, I do it, and I come back. And that was the way I met Dave. And that was the way David was, right? He was just uh, uh, such a a big-hearted person. And then he's like, he just goes on. It's kind of like a conversation never ended with Dave. It just yeah. continued on each time you talked to him. It's a good way of putting it because uh, that's what he was. He he was a storyteller. You know, we would have people when you were on with us in the studio, which we will be able to have you back pretty soon, um, about the stories with Crown and his relationship with you guys and Freeman Young and, and everybody there. And there was... 
to me, the biggest thing with, with Dave and you, the relationship, was the trust that you guys had in each other. Just knowing it was almost, it was definitely seamless. It was like that shaver commercial, though. You know, he liked Which the product, the, the electric shaver commercial, oh. where he loved yeah. the product so much. He, you know, he bought the company, <laughs> and Dave yeah. had a franchise, correct? Yeah. He, he did. Yeah. Yes, Dave, Dave was was part of the Crown family, and you know, it's just it, it it's so amazing because you know Dave was such an ideas guy, yeah. and you know, <laughs> most of them were great. There were some that were nutty, um, and, but but Dave was so enthusiastic about it. Even the craziest idea, he would envelop you into. Well, we got to try this, of course. And yeah. and and that's what Dave that's what Dave did, you know. And and, and he inspired a lot of uh, a lot of entrepreneurs. Uh, you know, I, I I remember because I've probably been in maybe six different studios with Dave, some the size of a shoebox. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Kerry was saying, like, you know, I remember, uh, one time he asked me if I could come in and it happened to be our anniversary. And, uh, you know, every time he would phone me, the first thing he would ask is, how's, how's your wife? How's Lucy doing? How are your parents? And so anyway, I told him one time that it was my anniversary. He says, well, we're, you know, we're, we're kind of short on somebody. Can he come in? So, okay. And he <laughs> says, well, bring her with you. Yeah. So, so you know, we're in a very, not like the spacious studio you're in today, but in a really tight studio. And we're in there. And Dave wants nothing to do with me. He just wants to talk to Lucy about what kind of husband I am. <laughs> he, even, he even took calls on it. It was just, it, but it was just Dave, right? <laughs> he, 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 you know, just wanted to, to enjoy it and make fun of things. Um, you know, we were in Ryerson once when he was working out of there and I had no idea how beautiful a radio studio they had there. Yeah. And they knew I, I like, uh, you know, classic music and, and records. And he says, you've got to see the record vault in here. So it used to be on an early Sunday morning. So there weren't many people around. And what he, what he did is he said, Hey, let me take you in here. So of course he's got pass cards to get in places. And he said, just look around. He was going back to set up the show. He says, he'll come back. So I'm looking at this record, and there's got to be tens of thousands of records in here. And I'm just pulling stuff out and looking at it. And then the security guard comes in and says, what are you doing in here? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. um, and, and he's like, how did you get in here? And I'm like, oh, well, Dave, Dave you let me. He's like, who? And I'm like, oh, no. And so I promptly got escorted out of there. They actually took me out of the building. Dave had to come back downstairs <laughs> uh, to let me in. And he's like, oh. and, and then when the security guard's there, the first thing he says to him, I've never seen this man in my life. <laughs> you know, and that was, that was just Dave. He, yes. he loved to have a good time, but he, he really cared so much about people. And I, and I really felt that every conversation I have with David mattered. Absolutely. Um, Trevor, thank you very much for taking the time to come on with us today. We do appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this, uh, Alan and Steve. And I know it's, uh, you know, this is a, a tremendous loss for, for Dave's family and for you guys as well. But um, this, this is very much appreciated. Thank you so much. Okay. We'll see you down the road. We'll have you back okay. down here, Take okay? Care, guys. All right. Uh, speaking of, uh, of interesting stories, uh, you've had, we've had uh, this next guest, on with us uh, several times. He's extremely laid back and has to uh, get him out of his shell. But uh, he's involved with uh, Young Steel's Ford, but has been in the car industry for 
ever. <laughs> yeah. Forever. It's uh, good morning. Mark Silverman, how are you? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Very good. We're Thanks just doing... for having me. And, Pleasure. Uh, this is probably one of the most important shows we're ever going to do. You're right, you know, and that's and you've been listening in and uh, and hearing the stories. So I know we had talked earlier on in the week about uh, some, of the, some of the stuff you guys went through. So you may want to relay that to uh, to everybody who's listening right now. Uh, what's, what story was that, uh, Steve? Uh, <laughs> memories, <laughs> yeah, sure. Put me underneath the bus early into it. Uh, about, I'll, tell you, uh, I'll you, tell you what it was. We, yes. um, I, I decided I, I'm going to call Dave, and I said, Dave, you know, I want to do a reality show at the mm-hmm. dealership. I want to put this on TV, show everybody what goes on in the dealership. And Dave says, you know what, that's a great idea. And you know how Dave is. And about five weeks later, uh, this whole camera crew shows up. <laughs> Um, and we disrupt my business for about four hours, and we're filming, we're in the bays, we're in my office, we're everywhere, and after every segment, we we looked at the film to see how everything was going. Everything was going great. The last segment was in my office. We finished it, and uh, Dave said, okay, let's do a recap. Let's look at the whole thing together, and when we went to look at it, there was nothing there. <laughs> the, cam- the, the camera or something had failed, and the four hours of work that we had just done was blank. Oh, my God. So I, Dave looked at me, and I, and I looked at Dave, and the first thing out of Dave's mouth was, well, what's what's new in, in Ford these days? Like, he totally, you know, he, he wasn't upset. He wasn't, uh, you know, he was the kind of a guy that, let's move on. This didn't work. We're moving on. He, he was a phenomenal broadcaster. He was a phenomenal mechanic. Uh, he used to act for uh, a few different businesses if there was some uh, accusations of poor workmanship. And I remember one time he came into my shop, and uh, he had uh, one of his clients uh, had uh, supposedly done some damage or didn't do a proper repair. They showed up with their mechanic and their lawyer and everything. Mm -hmm. And as soon as Dave walked in the room, uh, the mechanic that was there for the customer said, let's go. (laughs) We're we're done. Uh, He he was so knowledgeable. And, uh, you know, him and I turned wrenches uh, for many, 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 many years. We knew a lot about cars. Uh, his passion was cars. His most important passion was uh, his family. Any discussions I've ever had with Dave, lunches, dinners, whatever, there was always some something to do with his family involved. You know, uh, it, it, it reminds me, too, uh, you know, we talk about Dave loving to do media, TV, radio, um, and, and hear how something bad happened to you guys. And uh, <laughs> we, we had something in Detroit where... We were already mic'd, and we were walking along, and we were supposed to go do the next uh, episode, you know, because we would go and interview people. And uh, way back when, you remember, Mark, in the old days, they always used to use very nicely, uh, you know, scantily clad ladies to do the uh, presentations, right? You know, mm-hmm. they'd have these hot models there pointing at the cars and stuff. And without realizing that we were still live. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yes, just, just Dave and I. Uh, started commenting on about, um, you know, the... Uh, Formations. Exactly. Yes. And, uh, and, 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 and we didn't realize, or I certainly didn't realize, that it was being recorded at the same time. And sure enough, uh, the next time we're on air, Dave has Flavio, the, our, our video guy, replay that part, and it was like, oh, my God. <laughs> really? <laughs> and Dave thought that it was the most hysterical thing that he ever did. Um, and it was all about having fun, eh? Yes, for sure. And you know what? The sad part is that uh, he's no longer with us, but we're hoping, uh, at least I am anyways, that we can keep this show going. 
I can come back and uh, we can keep the listeners informed as to what's going on because there was a lot of information transpired on this show and a lot of good information. Uh, I used to get feedback from customers and, uh, you know what? It's something that, uh, he started. It's a legend and, uh, it's, it's uh, hopefully we can keep it going. Well, really you know, well. it's always important that we have an inside track. You know, there's so many different things happen in the audio industry and, 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 you know, if, if it's a bad thing or, uh, where it's it's not you know beneficial to the manufacturer, they want to keep it under the table. But it's nice having these connections who are happy to say, you know what, we're having some problems. As Mark Mark knows, I we I came across an issue, and Mark said, "Here's what you got to do." Okay, and that's how he said it too. By the way, <laughs> uh, doesn't matter how you say it; it's how it, it's how it works. It's, no, you got you know. that great information. You're always trying to help people. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, well, you know what, guys, um, this is uh, this is a good one, and uh, we're certainly going to try and keep it going. And by all means, if anybody needs any assistance, uh, you know, Alan, if you need me, give me a shout. Thanks, Mark. I do appreciate it. Okay, but we'll talk all to right, you on the road. All right. Thanks. Uh, and for those who have been uh, writing in and calling in this morning, uh, the show is continuing on. We uh, he'd smack us if we didn't. Exactly. You go. What? Do you, what's, what's? Come on. What do you mean? It's called Dave's Corner Garage. Keep it going, so we will. Um, as as most of you know, all of you probably, Dave did pass away with uh, a twenty year battle against cancer, and we uh, we wanted to jump on board and help uh, research going forward with the oncology department at Mount Sinai. So if you have a time and you can go online uh, over the next week or so, the uh, website to make a donation is www support sinai s i n a i dot com. That's a uh, www.supportsinai.com and if you can, make a donation in uh, the memory of uh, Dave Renniger and his family, which uh, I believe are probably listening right now and uh, it's a f- this is therapy, I think, for everybody but especially for them and, um, you know, we had a lot of fun with Dave over the years on the radio and uh, also uh, with one of his passions, of course was car was, racing, was car racing yep. and uh, this next guy we have on the air, a good friend, great client but has become more of a friend uh also has spent some time with uh, him on the road so we want to welcome in darren boston's from triangle tire good morning darren how are you good morning gentlemen good thank you how are you guys doing good good a lot of good calls this morning and uh you know we're just reminiscing about uh the man the man so uh share us some stories that you may have with uh you've had with dave well, you know, first off, thanks for uh, having me for this celebration of life. Uh, I'm honored to be here for sure. Um, you know, what can I say about Dave? Uh, met him about six, seven years ago at Switzer's Deli, uh, just north of the airport there. It was by chance, and then we started talking, and then shortly after that, uh, as you said, I became uh, you guys became a vendor for me, and uh, but then shortly after that, uh, friends. Uh, you know, Dave and I spent some time at the track together, um, enjoyed it, like his laugh, his, you know, he was always in a good mood, no matter what was going on or happening in his life. Um, you know, you gotta, like, not many people can do that. And, uh, and I give him credit for that. And we definitely had some good times at the track, his wealth of knowledge about cars and, you know, mechanics and everything like that was, uh, was a blessing. Like I learned so much from the man. He was, uh, he was unbelievable. Now, Darren, a question. You know, Dave was always in for a laugh or out for a laugh, um, and, he didn't, and, and he didn't want to spend a whole lot of money, but when you were racing a Porsche, correct? 
Correct. Maybe you want to tell the listeners what Dave was racing. Well, he does, he still. I think he still to this day, day holds the record for his smart car uh, <laughs> going around. Going oh, around. I remember like that. When he said he was racing a smart car, I went, "Get out of town!" Okay. He went down. Yeah. He went down. Remember this, Darren? He went down the straightaway, and he was doing. He was doing a buck twenty. That's miles yeah. per hour in a smart car, and he's going around the corner, and it's like tilting over. He's on two wheels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. <laughs> and he had, he had, we had this old BMW that was beaten up, and uh, I went down the straightaway with him the first time, and he was driving it, and he was doing a buck forty. Buck you were 40. in the passenger seat. Yeah, and then oh, I, wow. and then he said, "You go around and do it." Mm-hmm. I did that, and then I went with Darren. Around the track with his car. You may want to relay that story about what happened while Dave was watching us. Go ahead. Go ahead. Come on. Well, as you know, we were facing the right way for part of the uh, the ride, and then all of a sudden we're facing the wrong way. Yes. <laughs> we're going with the cars, and then all of a sudden all the cars are coming towards us. That was uh, that was pretty exciting, wasn't it, Steve? Oh, my. <laughs> Donuts are good in a coffee shop, but not in the middle of a racetrack, i got to tell you. No, no, no. I think there were some underwear changes after that. Oh, it was. It was like, uh, okay, life's gone here. But there, I remember, because I had never done any racing at all at Cayuga, anywhere. And um, then I came off the track, and you went. You kept going, and it was a long day. And what happened at the end of the the day there, uh, Darren? I I don't know. I can't remember. You can't. Oh, he's, refresh, you're gonna have to refresh my memory. I what believe at the end of the day. I believe that you had you had driven so much that you didn't you run out of gas on the way home. No, no, I don't. Th- I don't think I ran. Oh, okay. I was very close to running out. I of gas. see. I know. I, I know. I trickled into Cayuga there on uh, fumes for sure, and uh, I think it basically cut out on me as I pulled up to the pump. Thank God, because <laughs> as you know, you run out of gas in a car like that, you're getting it towed. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I know. You know, in, in the many times that uh, Dave and I would go up to uh, Dynamic Tire, the head office for uh, for Triangle, and uh, yes. We'd have our unique meetings, which were, we had a schedule we were going to talk about, right? And then yes. it was like, after 10 minutes, a heck with this. Let's just, you know, but that was, you know, you guys had stories together. And that's what, he respected you so much because of and your the, knowledge of the business and how you were able to convey what the tire industry was all about to, uh, to our listeners. No, for sure. And the feeling was mutual. Dave was just a class act. Um, like I said, always in a good, like I, he had such charisma and people wanted to be around him because no matter what mood you were in that day, once you were dining around day for a very short period of time, you felt good. You know, he, he just made you feel good. I remember that actually a couple of times. I mean, they were probably after some big car shows or something where Darren, Darren was looking a little bit rough around the edges. I remember he showed up and he'd you'd have a big bottle of water going, whoa, a little bit rough right now. And But within 15 minutes, I mean, you know, you were awake and laughing and, and carrying on. Oh, right. And, that was a show, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Darren's going, ooh, uh, I think I had a little bit too much. Well, we were like, I think the first year we did it, Darren, remember? We were yeah. uh, at down at the uh, MTCC and we had everything. The station was all set up. Everybody's there and we're going, Where's, where's, where's Boston's? Where is he? Um, and then he showed up. I threw a bottle of water at him. It was like, <gasps> and he was like, he was fine. And, um, and for you, I mean, at the beginning of it with Dave and Alan, I mean, this was yeah. the first time you'd ever been on radio. And, Absolutely. You know, you were, it was a little, uh, little dicey, but I mean, it's become, you've become your own storyteller about 
you know, the tire industry. And I think I know that Dave really respected that part of it because you were able to relate to our listeners, of which there are over 100,000, I know, that are listening to us right now, um, about what the business was all about and the technology and how you, much like Dave was able to, and Al, uh, could, save, could save money. You know, the warranty stuff, so... Yeah, great. no, they, they, like I was, I remember the first few times I was definitely nervous because, you know, you're, like you said, I'd never done this before. Yeah. You're thinking about all the, you know, listeners. It's, uh, and I, all I kept saying in my head is that, thank God this isn't TV. <laughs> that would have been, you know, that would have been worse. <laughs> and I remember Dave saying, Darren, don't worry about it. You're just talking to me. Don't, don't, you know, me, you know, me and Alan, you're talking to us. If there's no one else there. Just look at it from that viewpoint. And that kind of e- like immediately eased me, and then slowly but surely, it uh, became you know second nature. So it was uh, he definitely has helped me in uh, many ways, and uh, I'm gonna you know I'm definitely gonna miss the man. There's no two ways about that. I think the funniest was when he would always stop you in mid sentence, and he'd say, <laughs> "Don't tell that story because when we go live, you're gonna think about I've already told that story," and and, and, and that's how he just did it. See, he, he turned everybody into a radio star at one point. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and like I said, it's it's the feeling that he gave you. He just made you comfortable, no matter what the situation you were in. So, and and not many people can do that. Yeah, I tell you, and, uh, we, this, kudos to him. This morning we were uh, sitting in the green room. I don't know why they call it a green room. It's really white. Uh, <laughs> and we were sitting there going, there was somebody missing at the other side of the table. And you know, when yeah. you, when you would come down and we get. We'd go through what the, what the show was going to be all about. And then you knew that by shortly after 10 o'clock, <laughs> it was off the rails. <laughs> because that's, yeah. that's the way we, we, wa- we wanted it to be. And we will continue to be uh, the kind of show where people are sort of kicking back and hearing good stories, information as well. And, um, you know, it was, you'd always see him there when, when you would arrive. He'd have his Gatorade bottle, his hat yeah. on, and, of course, his famous pair of khaki pants from Walmart that he always had. And that was Dave. I think he had more than one pair. Oh, at least. Yeah, and that was daughter Jennifer was telling me, or Jenny, uh, that he probably had a closet full. So it was great. Listen, buddy, thank you yeah. for taking the time no. on a Saturday to, to join us, and we will have you down in the studios uh, very soon. You'll have to make that drive if you'd like to. Yep. No, for sure. And I wouldn't have missed this for the world. Thank and uh, all the best to both you gentlemen. Thanks. You all right. So take care. Things. All right, we've got uh, we got a caller that's uh, Carlos. Do we have anybody there? Okay, and uh, we've got Susan on the line. Susan? Um, Susan's calling in. No, no, oh, guess not. Oh, <laughs> you know, one of the things that uh, yeah. I, I, I've known many of Dave's, you know, uh, employees for many years too. Uh, whether it was Mark, who I'm going to get on in a second, or it was Mike Arbo, uh, you know, people who had had. You know, Dave, Dave would take on anybody. And one of the things, passion and pleasure, just to t- help, turn, help other people turn their lives around. And whether it was Mike or, or, or Mark, you know, these are people that were totally green behind the ears, really had not a whole lot of ambition, I don't think. And he was able to say, listen, if you work hard and, and, and you, you can achieve what I have, yeah. um, anybody can do it. And, uh, th- you know, they were so ba- thankful to him. Now, Mark, uh, we got Mark Sachs on the phone right now. Um, Mark's still running Dave's old shop. Mark, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys? Great. In, in spite of everything we're doing, okay. Yeah. What year did you start with Dave? Um, I met Dave in 89. Mm-hmm. I was a 15-year-old high school kid, 
and the shop was around the corner from the school and I kind of walked down there after work, had an interest in cars and walked in and saw Dave there and asked him if he was looking for any help and we kind of sat down and he asked me about myself. We chatted for about five minutes, said, come back tomorrow. And that was it. That was the beginning of a 33-year relationship. Now, you started as the head broomologist, I think. Did you not? <laughs> that <was> it. <laughs> but you know what? I'll say something for Dave. He would never, ever ask anybody to do anything he wouldn't do himself. So he'd say, grab a broom, clean the washroom. But you know what? He'd be right there, and he's, he'd do it, too. That's like right. Was, I remember Dave, one of Dave's expressions, he says, you know what CEO stands for? And I went, first time he got me. I said, <laughs> no, he says, it means clean every office. <laughs> just, just like you're saying. Yeah, no, it was, um, it was good. It was, working with Dave was an amazing experience. Um, and one of the things that a lot of people may not realize is the personality that everybody sees on the radio it wasn't fake. It wasn't a radio postponer or on TV. That was Dave. Exactly. There was never on, you know, on stage or off. He was no, on all the time. That was just genuinely him. Mm -hmm. And in the workplace, he made everybody a family. He brought everybody together. He was the father figure. Every Friday, we'd break bread, we'd have lunch together, we'd all just sit down and talk about not work. We'd talk about, you know, how is your family? And family was important to him. He was interested in yours. And what are you doing on the weekend? Oh, and, you know, it was just, it was a relationship. It was, again, it was a, it was a family. Mm -hmm. And that's what he was all about. I mean, uh, we, you, you and I were talking a bit last night. You may want to share a, a short story about uh, how much he got involved besides the business and being on radio every single weekend for over 21 years, that's over 1,100 shows he did, um, that he always remembered a story about your kids, that he would always be there for them, special events. Yeah, I mean, he was there. I remember I started with him when I was 15, and then I met my to-be wife. He was there at my wedding. He was there when... All of the kids were born. Um, really played an active role. And if there was ever time I needed, uh, you know, just even personal advice, I'd sit down and he'd be happy to give it. Mm -hmm. I didn't always want to hear it, but it was it was truthful. He kind of saw it from an outside perspective, and he always genuinely cared about everybody that he was with, worked with involved with and even with customers sometimes someone has said that they'd been wrong or whatever he'd go we can fix that and he wasn't he was just in it as a genuinely caring person yeah as a matter of fact just earlier we were hearing a story from trevor and he said that one of the times he'd visited the shop there was a lady who'd been done wrong by and and dave's dave fixed it for free yeah 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 We've done that on a few occasions where he's just gone, that's not right. And as I said, he, I took over his shop. Mm -hmm. um, he gave me that opportunity. And uh, I can honestly say that it's his modeling that I've tried to continue. Well, he was and, a great example. Um, yeah, absolutely. But he was also crazy. 
<laughs> which is why we love them so much. If it was normal, be, yeah, it was normal. I remember he's. Uh, we're in the beginning. He's when I started working with him. He had this crazy idea. He wanted to take a Daytona and make it into an El Camino. Uh, right. And I went, huh? And he goes, yeah, 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 bring it in. And he just grabbed a saw and started cutting it up. But lo and behold, a few weeks later, there was this beautiful-looking Daytona El Camino. I mean, he he would just be one of these guys who wouldn't take, that can't be done. And he'd go, yeah, can. <laughs> if he believed in it, it would happen. And it you were, was, uh, and you were part of that. Um, you know, you 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 helped him do some of those things too. Did you? Uh, did did when he was racing Hondas, were you involved in that? He was. It was right at the end, I guess, tail end of him. I saw a couple of the cars that he was running around and racing with, mm-hmm. um, and would help him with a couple of the cars. I never had the opportunity to go down to the track, and then I kind of. I guess petered off as he more worked on with the shop, and I think his his kids came along, and then it was as he was exiting out of the garage and moving into media where he goes, I'm going to pick up racing again. I think it was his son Brian who kind of it gave him something to do, and again it was a family bonding thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, when he said to me, he he suddenly developed a passion for smart cars. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We heard about that. He, he held the lamp speed record at KU on yeah. a smart car. Yeah, listen, listen Mark, uh, thank you. Cars. Thank you very much. We're just going to try and get some calls before Absolutely. we got a call of the show. But, thank you uh, very much for letting me have me on. We'll have you back on down the road, and uh, All right. you're more than welcome to be coming in uh, and be a guest once in a while. Okay? Thanks, Mark. All right, Al, you've got somebody. You know, by the way, in Mark's place is called Wrench Spinners. Wrench Spinner. But, but one of the first Wrench Spinners who ever worked for Dave was Mike Arbo. Mike, how are you? Hey, Al, what's happening, man? <laughs> well, we got up on time today, and, and which reminds me of the story about some guy who, st- when he started working for Dave, would always show up late. So what did he do for you? So the story is, let me tell you, I met Dave over 40 years ago. Uh-huh. I was, ni- I was 19 years old. He had a place on the Queensway, Dr. Honda. I started working for him. About a year later, we moved to Haynes Road. And um, I was always, like Al said, I was always late for work. He says, Mike, you know, there's a back room, so you're never late if you want to come. <laughs> if you want to live here, you can live here. And I, I actually took him up on it. So I lived in his shop for about a year and a half. Wow. And every morning, I'd, I'd still be late because he'd knock on the door, and I'd have to get up out of bed and go to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't have far to go. You pretty much just had to no. roll out of bed, open the door, and you were there. Yeah, so we, uh, me and the dog lived there for a year and a half. Dave was a great guy. He really helped me get life going. I mean, I was a young mechanic. He taught me a lot. I owned my own business for 25 years. I kind of semi-retired now. But he helped me a lot. You know, he was, um, what else could I say? We, he used to tease me. He'd say, Mike, you big wimp. He used to call me Mike the Big Wimp, right? <laughs> now, why did he call you the Big Wimp? I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> we, we used to tease each other. But, uh, and then, you know, through life, uh, we, we all started, he started doing radio and TV. So, you know, you, me, Ivers, mm-hmm. um, all, you know, all did radio, did TV for quite a few years. And um, I haven't seen him in a while, but I'm going to miss him because he was a great guy. 
Yeah, he you know, you know that, that's the one thing. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, he taught trade school. He he liked to take high school kids in, and he and he really honestly, you know, he wanted to help people. You know, it wasn't just about working on cars. It was about helping people get their life straight and to show them that if they had goals and they applied themselves, they could achieve a whole lot too, just like he did, and and you did as well. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he's a great guy. I, I like I said, I'm gonna miss him. I don't know what else to say about him. He just, uh, yeah, he was great. Well, maybe one day we'll, uh, because you sound like you're you're a very quiet, laid-back person, <laughs> maybe we'll have you down here one day uh, as we move forward with the show. And uh, I'd like to meet you, and you can tell us a bit more about that special bedroom loft you had on the uh, in the garage. Yeah. Okay, yeah, buddy. I was like, Sa- I was like <laughs> Sanford and son. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Thank you t- for taking yeah. the time out. Mike, have yeah. a great weekend. Uh, Thank you. And Take it easy, LC, eh? All right, for sure, man. <laughs> he sounds like a character and a half, huh? Oh, he was. We, uh, did, we didn't even talk about the car he rolled over. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You know, he's talking about cars. Um, they're Dave's sons, Brian and, uh, and Mark, who uh, I think they have as much love for fixing up cars as, uh, as Dave had. And they're going to continue on. Uh, it, we, we got a chance to meet uh, most of the family that I've never seen before, Jenny and um, and the family. So just for everybody who's listening, and it's right across Canada that uh, the family are listening in this morning, and they're writing in throughout uh, some of the interviews we've had this morning, just talking about uh, this is a healing process for them. And, and for everybody who's listened in, not everybody wanted to call in, and we, and we get all that, but respectfully... With without Dave, personally, I would not be doing anything. It's been ten years that I've been with uh, the crazy man, and he gave me a chance. And uh, meeting you, mm-hmm. and meeting Carlos, the producer behind the behind everything, who really has kept it together. And it's interesting to me as we wrap it up that uh, of the whole two years we haven't been able to be in the studio mm-hmm. of all weekends. This is the weekend we can come by. So you know he's up there going. Don't screw up, guys. You know, so do it. So I'll, I'll leave the rest to you as we wind it up. Yeah, I just wanted to say again, you know, Dave fought fought the uh, a strong fight for 20 years, and um, he wanted to uh, make sure that, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, he wanted to make sure that the hospital got his support as well, or your support, uh, www.supportsinai.com. Some great doctors there doing some great work. And, uh, and they will continue on with your help. And uh, you and I will continue on. And if you didn't do what you just did, then there'd be something wrong with you. That's <laughs> called being a mention. He would smack you. He'd probably throw <laughs> something at the at the uh, window. Well, we're listen, here for a good time, not a long time. That's right. And we will see you all, or talk to you all next week. Uh, as Dave would say, uh, what was the expression? Come on. Happy trail. Oh, keep the shiny side up and the greasy side, side down. down. And like Roy said... Happy trails to you. Yeah. Happy trails, Dave. And for the many people who've been writing in all week, they wanted to hear this song one last time before we get into the new level of Dave's Corner Garage, which is going to be what you've been used to over 21 years. Um, write in on Facebook after the show's over. Send us an email. Uh, give us your ideas of what you'd like to hear going forward. And thanking everybody, especially here at the radio station for everything you guys have done for Dave, the family, Alan, and myself. See you next week.
This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.